listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Hey everybody, I'm David Bloom. Welcome back to yet another episode of Bloom in Tech. We're here on the weekend after Thanksgiving and uh, just as notably the weekend after Black Friday on a day that one credit card company calls Small Business Saturday and two days before one gigantic e-commerce company and quite a few others likes to term Cyber Monday. And I'm not really focused on all of those days of buying. I'm focused more on Tuesday, which in recent years has been rechristened Giving Tuesday, um, an idea that started with uh, an organization in New York City called 92Y, which has been a center for building community for decades, uh, first as a YMCA and then as so much more. It's easy to lose track of the holiday season's deeper meaning, which is giving to others. But Giving Tuesday is a chance to reconnect with all of that, and particularly I'd like to highlight on this podcast a worthy cause within that day of generosity, Newsmatch. It's a joint effort supporting dozens of nonprofit journalism organizations doing the in-depth investigative projects that few for-profit news outfits could afford anymore. Giving Tuesday, celebrated this year on this next Tuesday, the 27th of November, came out of 92Y and 92Y's Belfer Center for Innovation and Social Impact. It began in 2012 and purposely has run without 92Y's brand attached so that it could have broader reach. Giving Tuesday is now observed in at least 55 countries, said Asha Curran, the chief innovation officer at 92Y and the Belfer Center's executive director. It's probably bigger than that because organizations don't have to sign in to the Giving Tuesday website that 92Y runs, but they can and tap the resources there. But uh, there's lots of folks running with it that aren't sort of official, as it were. International groups such as the United Nations Development Program and TechSoup Global are also helping out. The results an international celebration of the giving spirit, further boosted by matching support in many cases from foundations and corporations whose cash makes donations go even further. Giving Tuesday is really a celebration of what we call everyday givers, so people who are not able to make six- or seven-figure gifts. Um, you know, $300 million in online giving last Giving Tuesday was made up largely of gifts barely over $100. Many worthy organizations take part for causes ranging from ocean conservation to homeless children to so much else. Current point to efforts such as a Baltimore nonprofit that sent groups of 10 people to do projects together, like assembling care packages for the elderly or writing love notes to the city of Baltimore. She particularly liked that, and I do too, because the idea was that the giving was not done in a solitary way. It was a joint social effort, and that makes sense because you're giving to help all of us. You're supporting a broader group beyond yourself, and doing that with others is a way to further tap into the social nature of this whole experience. Another group organized 50 dinners across the country to convene people to talk about family, country, and philanthropy. Since 2016, Giving Tuesdays also included Newsmatch, which this year will benefit 155 nonprofit news groups working just about every corner of the country and beyond. Newsmatch is led by the Institute for Nonprofit News and the News Revenue Hub and bolstered by $3 million in matching funds from several foundations. Curran, who's on the board of The Guardian's new nonprofit arm, said she was really thrilled to see this cooperative, collaborative experience between a bunch of nonprofits working together to raise visibility for what they do. 
I also really love the collaborative aspect of it. So Giving Tuesday has really broken new ground in getting nonprofits to work together rather than in competition with each other or just in silos. So I love the idea that this is three different organizations that exist to do good work that are working together on a big Giving Tuesday push. It's particularly notable in that regard, and I hope that there could be more of that kind of collaboration for areas that have lots of players and lots of need and not necessarily much attention. Each participating news organization can receive up to 25000 in matching funds for each donation they receive of up to $1,000. In the first two years of the initiative, it raised $7.5 million to help increase giving to local and investigative reporting while strengthening nonprofit newsrooms through training and shared resources. The executive director for the Institute for Nonprofit News, Sue Cross, pointed out, I think quite rightly, that nonprofit newsrooms are filling in information gaps in many communities. And that's really an important thing to understand. We've lost thousands and thousands of journalism jobs in traditional media over the last 15 to 20 years. Nonprofit newsrooms can do the long-term, in-depth projects in various ways that just haven't been done in other places. Participating newsgroups range from high-profile organizations such as ProPublica to the tiny and tucked away, like the Alabama Initiative for Independent Journalism, South Dakota Newswatch, Wyofile in Wyoming, Honolulu Civil Beat, and Searchlight New Mexico. Nearly 50 national and international news nonprofits also benefit, including some well-known ones such as the Center for Investigative Reporting, where an old chum of mine once worked, the Energy News Network, Mother Jones, and Washington Monthly, two prominent but small magazines on the left side of the dial. Grist, Public Radio International, which puts out a lot of uh, audio programming of many types that gets syndicated in public radio stations around the country, and youth radio. ProPublica, the first nonprofit news organization to win a Pulitzer, received the full 25000 in matching funds last year, part of 99000 it raised on what it calls Giving Newsday instead of Giving Tuesday. I talked with the president, Richard Tofel. He said the day's fundraising was part of nearly $5 million the group brought in online and through smaller donations in 2017, money it largely spent on its newsroom of more than 100 journalists. The funding from Newsmatch is valuable, Tofel said, but even more, the visibility it creates through the joint campaign is vital. One of the most important things that's going on here for us and for other people trying to do the kind of work we're trying to do is there is still only a limited awareness uh, in the country of that as a philanthropic option. You know, everybody pretty much knows you can give money to schools, you can give money to hospitals, you can give money to places of worship, you can give money to art museums, history museums, and symphonies. There has been the idea of of nonprofit journalism is a relatively new thing in this country. And so one of the most important things is to make people more aware of journalism as a philanthropic option. I hope that Giving Newsday or Giving Tuesday is something you'll keep in mind as you make your way through this series of days here at the start of the holiday season. In the meantime, take care of yourselves and know that I'm there thinking about you. We all make a difference in this world in various ways. I think Newsmatch is one that uh, helps amplify some of the best impulses of our society and is important to our democracy in a time of, uh, where account- accountability journalism is more important than ever. So keep that in mind as you all consider your year-end giving. And remember that uh, your, your dollars can go even further on Giving Tuesday, whether it's to the Newsmatch and Giving Newsday, or to any of the many, many, many other worthwhile causes out there. Anyway, thanks, everybody. This is David Bloom for Bloom in Tech, over and out.
You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone. Thank you.